calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello? Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, and Emily tries her gosh darndest to fact check and research anything she thinks I might find relevant. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Ballinger. I'm Emily Brostaff. The other host, and between us is Blaze Defer. Say hello, Blaze. You can't talk. Continuing. How you doing, Em? I'm doing good. I'm a little sick, but it's fine. I tested for COVID. It's negative. Thanks for being here with all of your germs. Yeah. I gave you the moment and you didn't use it. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for you to make another snarky comment about me being sick, but okay, wait, five, six, seven, eight. How are you doing? The moment's passed. You okay. ruined it. Well, I tried my best. I know. It is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Emily spent it with me. How was that? It was so fun. You hung out with my entire family and my girlfriend's entire family. Yeah. We put on a talent show. It was wonderful. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen the vlog, go check it out. It's great. Where do they go? Rachel Vlogs. Rachel's Vlogs. Rachel's Vlogs. Type in Rich Bounder Vlogs Vlogs. on YouTube and you'll find it. And what's the video called? Hosting Thanksgiving. Hosting Thanksgiving. That's what I was going to say. And you can watch our talent show. My talent was cheerleading. Yes. My talent, I cut out. Yeah. Why? Because it was stupid. You burped. I liked it. It wasn't a talent. Well, I thought it was. 10 out of 10. Show-stopping. Amazing. Never been done before. <laughs> all right. Um, what's the news we have <laughs> today? Um, all right. So Balenciaga. Also, is it pronounced Balenciaga or Valenciaga? I thought it was Balenciaga. Me too. But sometimes I swear I hear people say Valenciaga with like a V. But it's a B. All right. We're going to go with Balenciaga. Is that why every time I say Ballinger to like the internet provider people, they write it as Ballinger? Oh, maybe. The V and B are very mixable. You think it's like a Laurel Yanny situation? Yeah. Yeah. Balenciaga, Valenciaga. Anyway. <gasps> anyway. I got chills. Okay. Well, oh, thank okay. you. Yeah. Um, they got in trouble this week um, because they launched their latest fashion campaign, um, which was like their spring summer 2023 collection. And this featured pictures of children holding teddy bears dressed in BDSM outfits. The bears, not the children. So the teddy bears that the children were holding were dressed in BDSM outfits. I'm not sure what the point was. They thought it was a vibe. Who let this happen? I'm not sure. What? What? Uh For what reason, though? Is their line BDSM? 
No. It made no sense. I, I so put, like I the, put the teddy pictures. bears are just like leather daddies. They're leather daddies and like strapped gear. And they're toddlers. Like that kid is no older than two years old. But what's the reason? We don't know. It was very confusing. Um, and so they launched these pictures on Instagram and on their website and stuff. And, you know, someone in some boardroom somewhere was like, that's going to do well. It did not. Um, so obviously. Be, I, I hate when people are like, it's edgy. No, sometimes it's just stupid. Let's not be edgy when toddlers are involved. You could be edgy with consenting adults. Uh-huh. Because children cannot consent. It was a little weird. It was more than a little weird. It it's was just wrong. It was wrong. It's off. Yeah. Well, and then someone noticed because someone started zooming into their photos to like look at more stuff. And they posted a detail photo shot of like, I don't know, like paperwork and some paperweights and like basically like an aerial shot of a desk. And um, on one of the pieces of paper, it was a court document mentioning virtual child can we say that word? Pornography? Yeah. You can say the word oh, okay. pornography. Okay. Um, yeah. It's not a dirty word. Yeah, well, I didn't. I have family-friendly podcast. I don't know if we could say porn. I feel like if we say pornography, where it's more like, how, like instead of saying straight, it's heterosexuality, it's more official. Okay. All right. Yeah. Pornography. Well, then, yeah, one of the papers. Pornographic images. Yes. <laughs> it's more professional. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Family-friendly. So um, one of the pa- pieces of paper was a court document talking about child pornography. Like, this is weird. Like, what is Balenciaga? It's a clothing brand, right? Mm-hmm. It's Do like, they have a kid's line? Why I, were there kids involved? That's a good question. I don't think they have a kid's line. Maybe that's what this was. I don't what know. What was the point of the photos? Like, what were they trying to show off in these photos? I think all of this stuff right here, like, like the jewelry, the sunglasses, that kind of stuff. But why do you need a kid holding a sex teddy bear? They in the aren't background? even good pictures. They're weird looking. Like yeah, I don't find it, that artistic. It looks like something like my aunt Susan would take. Yeah, on they're her like, phone. can you put everything on the table and then here, sweetie, stand behind holding and, your oh, sex doll. Yeah. What? It was a bit weird. I'm very confused yeah. by this. So someone was on acid when they created all this, allegedly, for sure. Allegedly, for Allegedly, sure. Allegedly, obviously. Yeah. Oh. Um, so after they were called out, they released a statement and on Instagram. And it like they obviously took down all of the pictures, wiped them from their website, took them offline, and then posted this. And they said, we sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign may have caused. Holiday. <laughs> it's a holiday campaign. I'm so confused. Uh-huh. Our plush bear bags. Oh, so they were trying to sell the bags, I guess. Our plush bear bags should not have been featured with children in this campaign. The company said in a statement that they posted on Instagram, they said, we have immediately removed the campaign from all platforms. And then they released a second statement a few hours later because people were just like not letting up on them because they were like, you're not actually apologizing. You're just like, whoops. Yeah. Um, And so their second statement said, um, we apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. We take this matter very seriously and are taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including unapproved items for our spring 23 campaign photo shoot. We strongly condemn abuse of children in any form. We stand for children's safety and well-being. So instead of taking accountability, because your company had to approve this before it went out. Yes. They're taking legal action against a photographer and like a art director. Like, yeah, that, that was, they're still messed up for doing that. But yeah, like, but like someone in your company had to approve this. Yes, that. Like when I do brand deals, I have to send in the brand deal a week before and they watch the whole video and literally will have me take out like a singular word I say. Yeah. And it's like it goes through the ad agency and then the brand itself. Mm -hmm. 
right. also my manager. Like, and yep. I'm just a little freaking YouTube channel. I'm not a Balenciaga right massive brand it had to go through several people so take some accountability you know yeah that would be nice like i'm sure the ceo didn't see it right but like but like there's a lot of like your head of marketing your head of mm-hmm. development your head of all of that stuff have seen it mm-hmm. they all agreed on it god do you ever just like what is wrong with people where they see an image like that and they're like yeah that's gonna go over well i don't know people want to be different and edgy <laughs> i was fine <laughs> This doesn't have to do anything, but I just thought about it. Uh, I was walking down this. It's like a small business market um, yesterday uh, in like a downtown area. It's like it was a farmer's market for small businesses. And it looked like it was just one store because they were all hipster stores that were different and unique. But it was all just neutral color. Everyone looked the exact same. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love it so much when people think I'm going to be different. I'm not like the trends, but then you're all the exact freaking same. And uh-huh. I love this stuff. I'm not shading the stuff at all. I just like, I love that this is what we do. It's like, yeah. even in like the fashion world, they're like, we're just going to be different and edgy. I'm like, you're either just wrong or <laughs> literally like everybody else. I'm not like other girls. I have my toddlers hold BSM dolls. Yeah. <laughs> B- BDSM, whatever the freaking called. Mm, you're close enough. <sighs> yeah. Um. All right. And then the American Music Awards were a few days ago and there were some... Awkward moments that happened. <laughs> um, so to start, there were tons of celebrities that just simply did not show up, but they won awards. Um, what? Which, yeah, it made for very uncomfortable acceptance speeches because they have to have a representative go up there for them yeah. to accept. Um, and this included a speech uh, given by Kelly uh, Rowland, one of the, a former member of Destiny's Child. She accepted an award for favorite male R&B artist on behalf of Chris Brown. And obviously, when she went up there and announced the winner, said it was Chris Brown, uh, the entire crowd started booing because <gasps> it's Chris Brown. Yeah, he doesn't have a great track record as a human being. Yeah. So I don't think we're ready to quite forgive him yet. So the crowd started booing. So then she started lecturing the crowd <gasps> on behalf of him. So she was just like, she literally like put up her hand. She was like, excuse me, y'all need to chill out. And then went on this like little rant about how. She wants to congratulate him for making great R&B music, that she loves him, that she's going to take this award and give it to him and congratulate him in person and just like praise, 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 praise while everyone was just like booing. It was very uncomfortable. Um, Well, she just kind of ruined her career. Yeah. I mean, people are really torn right now. Like there are some people that are like, I don't know, that are just like, you know, it's been enough time. He's apologized. Like at what point do we let it go? And then there's other people that's like, no, he literally beat the crap out of Rihanna. Like, yeah, this isn't something we like. Like everyone's torn. But the people at the award ceremony were very clear on where they stood. Yes. So that was really weird. Also, all the people at the award ceremony are in that business. And I think they probably know more than us. I that was probably worked with him, seen him, know more things. Yeah. Allegedly. I'm just gonna allegedly yeah. gonna mm. just side with them maybe but yeah. allegedly Boo. anyway um other people who won that didn't show up harry styles beyonce lizzo and Nicki minaj they're like big people. lizzo didn't show up no harry styles i know just got broken just bro- like mm-hmm. the, his relationship just ended so i'm sure he doesn't want to go out yeah beyonce she doesn't do that she doesn't need to or i cussed what'd you say sh word uh-uh yeah i missed it Wow. See, I'm slipping. What is wrong with <laughs> me? Slipping. I'm slipping. Anyway, but she doesn't do that stuff anymore. Who's the other one? Um, Beyonce, Lizzo, Nicki Minaj, Harry Styles. Nicki Minaj. I don't know. What is she doing these days? I think she's a mom. Oh, cute. Yeah, but okay. Lizzo. What are you doing, Lizzo? She's probably at Thanksgiving with her family. Was it on Thursday? 
I don't think it was on Thursday, but it was close enough to Thanksgiving where I think these people are probably yeah. Like I'm just going home. I'm not dealing with this garbage. Yeah. Um. So other awkward things that happened. Apparently, Pink Pink was the one that opened up the show. She was like yeah. the opening act or whatever and sung a song. Um. And her mic went out for a few seconds during her performance. You'd think that would be something they would you know check ahead of time, but mistakes it's, happen. Yeah. Um, Machine Gun Kelly, he won the award for favorite rock artist. And during his speech, he told the entire audience that his suit that he was wearing was really uncomfortable to pee in. So that was. (coughs) (coughs) I just coughed onto my hand. Well, it was that or the microphone. That way. (laughs) Cough that way, Em. (laughs) That's my bad side. Um. (laughs) So anyway, he came on stage. I couldn't really tell. Because I really didn't try and look that hard. It was either like a purple or like a blue suit that he was wearing, but had these giant spikes coming out of it, like foot long spikes. And he just proceeded to tell everyone how hard it was to pee in that suit. So that was a little weird. Oh, and then he went on this like little mini rant about how the whole rock community doubted him and said that he was like a tourist and a pretender and he wasn't. Um, sorry, I am sick and my throat hurts really bad. Um, Do you want a cough drop? Nope, I'm okay. All right. Um. <laughs> yep no i'm okay um so he w- kept saying how the whole like rock and roll community kept telling him that he didn't belong there and that he was pretending and then he ended up winning the award for uh favorite rock artist and who was, said he's not a rock artist he just said the rock community so he's i don't very know very rockish to me i thought he was rap like a rapper machine gun kelly i thought he was a rapper yeah i always thought he was like a rock band person huh all right well that shows how much i listen to him and I honestly have never listened to any of his music. I just assumed by looking at him. He does look very punk. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then two of the performers, um, Anita and Lil Baby, they were caught lip, lip syncing on camera. So that was a little awkward. So the whole thing was just like, mm, interesting. So yeah. that was that. Word shows, they're a little bizarre. I feel like sometimes they purposely create drama so that people will talk about them and like watch them. Yes. So maybe like some of this was on purpose, allegedly, but you know, whatever. It was entertaining. All right. Um, before you move, is that, I'm assuming we're moving on. Yeah. All right. Let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. All right, what's next? Um, so Dancing with the Stars wrapped up last week and crowned one of TikTok's biggest stars, Charlie D'Amelio, mm-hmm. as the winner of season 31. And the internet was not happy about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was confused by it as well. She's a phenomenal dancer. Yeah. And I've never heard anything negative about her. No. Yeah. Her. She seems like a very sweet girl. So I'm not shading. She's phenomenal. Yeah. I'm not shading that at all. Yeah. It was just, um, 
Yeah, well, I'll just tell you what the internet thought. So as you know from TikTok, she was a competitive dancer for over a decade, which is how she like rose to fame so quickly on TikTok because she would start creating these dances or following dance trends and you when know, she does them, you're like, I did the same dance. Why does it not look as good? Exactly. She's, she's literally a professional dancer. She looks very cool when yes. she does these. I sound like, like such a effortless boomer. Cool young lad. She, sa- she looks so nifty when she yeah. does them popping locks. <laughs> the popping locks. Uh, no, she just looks very effortless, natural yeah. doing this stuff. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like she's doing steps. It just looks like she's moving. Yeah. And she's weird- like, she's so like, ah. Uh, I don't know, like good at what she does that she has 148 million followers on TikTok. It's a lot. It's so many it's followers. It's a lot of freaking people. Yeah. So obviously she has a big background in dancing, is very good at dancing. Yeah. So the internet was kind of like, come on. They were like, you know, they were, they were quick to point out how unfair the whole competition was because when you throw an actual dancer into the mix. This has been a thing with Dancing with the Stars for a really long time. Yeah. Because JoJo got the same um, mm-hmm. the harping. It was like, you're literally a professional dancer. <laughs> right. And But then the thing is, it's dancing with the stars, not dancing with amateurs. Like, she, they're yeah. stars. So, but it does, it is weird to have them up. But, like, usually what they do is make them, like, the runner up. Yeah. And, like, because with JoJo, JoJo was clearly better than the dude who won. Yeah. Um, But he had just advanced so much mm-hmm. that like, everyone was impressed by him and they're also like well we can't have you win because you know you're an actual dancer so we need right. you there to show cool dances mm-hmm. but you can't win right oh charlie she won i know i figured that's always how they decided who won is like who was like the most improved or enthusiastic mm-hmm. or like not who's actually the best at dancing but like who gave it their all like yeah. who gave the best show you yeah know? i'm not saying she didn't deserve to win i'm just saying like it was weird that uh, after all these years of that's the formula they changed it up yeah yeah it was strange um so people were really like harping in on twitter and basically saying like this was unfair and you know why even bother having the other competitors on yeah that's a thing um but i did like look it up and the the two people that she was in the top three with like the final round with one of them was gabby windy and she's an nfl cheerleader so she also has a huge background in dance And then the other was Wayne Brady, and he was on Broadway for a really long time. So all three of these people have a ridiculous background. Oh, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I thought that was, I mean, obviously, like, if you are a dancer dancer, you're going to have more experience than an NFL cheerleader or someone on Broadway, because those are very specific types of dance. And Charlie's kind of like, well-rounded dance does it all. But like, still, it's not like these are like a basketball player or like a wrestler. Like, they had some rhythm and some some beat to them so yeah it's a little strange but whatever. whatever i don't think that she didn't not deserve to win she is yeah. a phenomenal dancer it was just it i know that's why jojo didn't win and they're like we, we have we can't yeah we, yeah yeah it's too obvious it's too obvious yeah so whatever um all right then drake gifted dj khaled four new toilets which totaled to over $9,200 in an instagram post dj khaled thanks drake and he said my brother, my brother Drake just bought me and my family four big toilet bowls and it's called the Toto Toilet Bowl. And um, these are some of the features. I'm just saying if you ever. What? A strange. Just everything you've said. Yeah. Has been so bizarre. <laughs> We're just switching Drake topics. gifted DJ Khaled. What is it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Four new toilets. The Toto Toilet That bowl. are almost $10,000. Each or two? No, oh, total. Together yeah um i messed something in my leg it mm. hurts so bad sorry I'm if you just... ever win the lottery because you know how i feel about 
taking care of business in front of other people, right? I'm a very private woman. If you ever win the lottery and you think to myself, what should I buy Emily? I want a Toto toilet, okay? These are the features. It's soundproof. How? I don't know the material they make it out of, but it's soundproof, okay? So you don't hear a, a plop? You don't hear a plop or like if you let out a little toot, you won't hear it. Okay, so I need to buy one. That's what I'm. Please I need to check it out. Was they're, it like two thousand each? Exactly. I'm just saying we have a bathroom that we're putting into this office. Is there a bidet? Okay, let's see. So it has an, a UV cleaning system, so it self cleans. It has a remote control operation for a bidet, automatic opening and closing, a bidet function, and a built-in air deodorizer and um, muffler. So like uh, muffle sound. Come on, <sighs> please. Please. I do love a bidet. I love a bidet. Because I was thinking, you know, a toilet's what I have no I have no idea how much toilets cost. A couple uh, hundred? Probably yeah. three, four. Wow. The bidet I bought for my bathroom was like three, four hundred as well. You're kidding. That's a good bidet. It's a it's heated a, seat. It's a good heated bidet. water. Yeah. You can adjust yeah. the front or back. Mm-hmm. You want like it's got everything. Sings to you. Massages. These are not what are you doing <laughs> in the bathroom? What? What are you doing in my bathroom, Em? Were you wondering why I was in there so long? <laughs> I don't know. This might be a good spend. I think so. It's a business investment. Because I know that like JoJo and Colleen have toilets that um, the lid, when you walk in, opens for you. Oh. And when you walk away, it closes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, all right. But well, I don't know if they're soundproof. I should ask Can JoJo. we make it a business expense if we vlog us using the... Ta- okay. New video idea. Testing, testing a $2,000 toilet. Yes. Business expense. Business expense. Love it. Tax write-off. <laughs> Let's get it. Um, all right. Then Tariq, a.k.a. the corn kid. Corn. It's corn. A big, big lump, lump of knobs. It's got the juice. It's got the juice. Yeah. Um, he partnered with Green Giant, like the produce company, and donated 50,000 cans of corn to a food rescue organization called City Harvest. And they also donated 4,000 cans of other Green Giant-based vegetables. And he rode on the Green Giant float during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I love that. That's cute. I love that. I never watched that parade. It's so boring. I have never watched that parade. I've never understood what is so exciting about it. I don't get parades. Me neither. Like, sure, let's have a parade. Let's put on a parade. But, like, what's the point of a parade? I get so bored. You're so bored. You're just watching people walk. And wave. I don't care about someone on a float. And it's slow. And it's crowded and it's cold. Yeah. Like even the the parades at Disneyland. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's the perfect time to A, leave or B, go on another ride. Oh, yeah. Like when everyone's being weird watching a parade. Right. I don't get them. I think we're too ADHD for them. We need fast excitement. Like we can't just stand and just watch something. Who's not ADHD? Let's ask Abby. Okay. We'll see how she feels about yeah. parades. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Zara good. and Abby. Okay. They don't have it. <sighs> wow. Um, <laughs> Sample size. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, another little short niblet of a new story. Okay. It, it's been rumored via an inside source. That's as much as we're getting. Um, that Tom Holland and Zendaya are going to take their relationship to the next level, which makes me <gasps> incredibly sad and heartbroken. I love her. Um, and they're allegedly talking about getting engaged and having children. Good so, for them. Yeah. An anonymous source who says they're close with them spoke to Us Weekly saying that Tom... They and- shouldn't have... That. No. They shouldn't be close to them anymore. Well, do you ever think to yourself, because like people do this with the Kardashians all the time. They're like, someone close to the Kardashians, like... And it's Chris, Je- of course, like calling, being like, hello, hi, 
anonymous source a voice changer yeah (laughs) and someone in the background's like chris the tanning bed's ready (laughs) um do you like i i don't think i'd ever be able to have friends like if things keep like kept getting leaked of mine yeah i would never be able to trust anyone like that's so sad yeah yeah um and the sad part is sometimes it's like the parents because they they love the publicity they love the attention as well do you think they get money for it like when they yeah okay i think you can Mm. people can pay for info dumb like if you're like accredited source like you meet up with the journalists often oh yeah Ooh, if i was chris and like things were actually getting leaked that i didn't want getting leaked of like my kids i would trail everyone that works in that house oh i'm sure she does Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Has like air tags, like permanently sewed into their yes. thighs. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So this one, I know we talk about him a lot, but there's an update to it. So Is it Kanye? No, for once. Elon? It's Nick Cannon. Oh. We have Is an he update. on his 30th child? You would think. Okay. But opposite. So at the Billboard's R&B Hip Hop Power Players event last week, Nick Cannon How's was- he on the opposite? Oh, here we go. Um, he was asked if he was planning on having any more kids after his next one arrives. And he said, I don't know, man. I have no idea. I think I'm good for now, though. So we know that he's fathered 11 kids with six different women. Um, and he went on to say, contrary to popular belief, I'm probably engaged throughout my children's day more often than the average adult can be. And he was um, having an interview with Men's Health magazine. And he said, if I'm not physically in the same city with my kids, I'm talking to them before they go to school via FaceTime and stuff. And then when I'm in the same city as them, I'm driving my kids to school and making sure I pick them up. How? You have like 17 children. You think he just drives a school bus? Like his own tricked out school bus? (laughs) Like he makes them all go to the same school? Probably. Honestly. Like, I'm glad that he's involved in their life and yeah. he's not just like impregnating women and bouncing. Like, right. Um, if he is actually doing what he says, um, that's really great. But also sometimes kids need more than a FaceTime in the morning before the, the school. Or a chauffeur. And how much does he think people are involved in their children's lives? Right. Like, like that's not, he's not he, actually that involved. He like high fives each of them before bed and he's like, yeah, that's, I nailed that's, it. That's good for today. Yeah. See you in two weeks, champ. <laughs> Gotta go make more of you. Yeah. Um, okay. And so then we talked about this last time because we talked about how he had just announced like a month ago that his like 10th or 11th was on the way. And then someone came forward a week later yeah. and said that they were pregnant with another one. So there were so many comments on that podcast we posted of people asking me to look up the conspiracy theory of why he has so many children. And it's it's pretty good. All right. This is not a conspiracy podcast, but allegedly let's go. Allegedly. okay. so after the birth of his seventh child, Nick actually went on record. He was on a radio show and he admitted in an interview that he was having these kids on purpose. Okay. Okay. so he said, I'm having these kids on purpose. I don't have no accidents. Trust me. There's a lot of people I could have gotten pregnant that I didn't. The one that got the ones that got pregnant are the ones that were supposed to get pregnant. And he said he's trying to basically he he rants for a while and he said he's trying to leave behind a legacy because he recently at the time of his seventh child, he had recently just gotten diagnosed with lupus, which is an autoimmune disease. Okay, And so he was talking about how he's trying to like spread his seed and leave or is he trying to do experiments on them? That's the conspiracy. Oh, I figured out the conspiracy. Uh So after he publicly admitted to the Internet that, you know, he is creating these children on purpose and it's not accidents 
people start tweeting out and coming out, and especially because he said because he was diagnosed with lupus, yeah. people start coming out and saying that they think he's having all these babies so that he can harvest the umbilical cord blood and use the blood to fight his lupus disease with the stem cells. So he's basically producing his own stem cell babies to heal himself. Wow. And it was pretty convincing. I got onto this Reddit thread that was discussing the theory of this. And like it is it's I don't know if it's common knowledge. I just happen to know about it. I have I have a sibling that's really into like um medical babies and like um like researching that kind like you know um did you ever watch my sister's keeper? No. It's it's a it's a movie and it's based off of a I want to say it's based off of a real story. It, I mean it happens all the time where a parent Two, you know, parents will have a child. That child is incredibly sick. They can't find a match or a donor. So then the doctors will tell them to have another baby so that hopefully that baby can be a match. And then they'll start harvesting from that baby, like um, bone marrow, stem cells. This happens That's all the time. Like wrong. It's not a conspiracy. It really does happen. Oh, no, I know. And, that. It's, and it's very wrong. To it's ha- very To wrong. have a child just to use them for medical needs. I mean, yeah. I get the need to like save your child. Like when you're a parent, you're going to do anything you can yes but now you have another child like for the sole purposes of taking parts of its body without its consent Uh uh-huh uh-huh well that's what this this whole movie sister's keeper was about is this girl um her older sister sees how much her younger sister is suffering having all these surgeries going through all these like she has to take all these pills so that her body can give her sister what she needs and her sister is like no like i want to die like i don't want you doing this anymore and then the kid fights for autonomy from her parents, like medical autonomy. Wow. Yeah. So I want to say it's based off of a real story, but I also don't want to fully claim that. And then people come for me in the comments. So mm, we'll just find out. But um, yeah, so people, this whole Reddit thread was basically talking about this is what Nick Cannon is doing is he, he got diagnosed with lupus. And so all of a sudden he started just producing, like mass producing these children and it's so that he can hopefully be a match you, or something. Do you think like the harvesting and belco cord stuff, do you think that's wrong? No, because the baby doesn't need it. Correct. I, I think yeah. having a baby for the sole purpose of taking that umbilical cord and the stem yeah, cells, no. that's messed up. But no. Mm-mm. I, yeah. I mean, I know several people that have donated. Like, uh, yeah, my, I have no problem with that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so like, it's so rare and it's so needed in the medical community and yeah. no one needs it. Like, they're just going to throw it in the trash. Yeah. Unless yeah. people make their little vitamins. Uh, what is? Oh, no, they do that out of the placenta. placenta. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Close enough. Um, I mean, that's a... That's an interesting conspiracy, theory. right? Yeah. Alleged- yeah, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> um, are, are we gonna move on? Yes. Before we yeah. do, let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor, and we're back. Thank you. Um, all right. There was a twenty-year-old foodie TikToker. This happened like a week or two ago, so this may be a little old news to some people, but it's new news to me. Um, his handle on TikTok is Slab and Joshua, his last name and then his first name. He conducted a little experiment. All right. His first name is Slavin. Josh Slavin. He just switched him for oh, his handle. Um, so he walked into a very fancy Italian restaurant called uh, Carbone. We're going to say that's how it's pronounced. And he <laughs> pretended to be a food critic to see if they would treat him any differently. And it worked. So I've seen this. Uh-huh. And... Mm. what's your opinion so at the he did it at a michelin star yes he did here's the thing i've talked to michelin star restaurants people and they say that their food reviewers the people that give them the michelin star they do not know who they are to a true food critic a food a true michelin star food critic or just whatever the um it's like 
a rule where they come in as normal people. They don't bring out a notepad. Mm. They don't bring out anything. Mm -hmm. So these restaurants know he's not a reviewer. They might think he's uh, uh, like a quality person. But also the way they were treating him at the Michelin star restaurant is how you're treated at a Michelin star restaurant. Yeah. People don't know this because they're stupid expensive and like don't go unless you're, you know, down to just spend a stupid amount of money and not like it's not really worth it, but it's fun. Um, that's how you're treated. You get a private tour of the, the kitchen. Mm. You one stars for food, two stars for uh, service and three star is for, oh, my God, this was just an experience. Wow. So if you have three stars because you have all those three things. Mm. So if you go to a two star. The service there is phenomenal. Nothing you ever see. They learn your name. They greet you. They will do whatever. They bring you new things all the time. So what he's getting. Also, yeah, if you see someone taking notes, you're going to be like, all right, I guess I got. So, but like, I feel like it's douchey. Oh, it was so wrong. Like it's morally. So wrong. Yeah. But also that is how you're treated at nice restaurants. And also okay. they, they probably did not think he was a food critic. They were just like, what's going on? It's like this like college kid that walks in and like yeah, no. jeans and a t-shirt. They're like, all right. He also didn't do a, a sample of what happens when he doesn't bring a notebook. Right. And he did say on his TikTok, he was like, I don't know if they were actually treating me this way because they thought I was a food critic or because they're just really good people. So he did admit to that. Yeah. It's just that's how you get treated. Wouldn't know. <laughs> I also wouldn't appreciate going to a Michelin star. Yeah, because you're a picky eater. I'm a picky eater. I don't think I'd like anything. So I love going to sushi ones with Abby because we mm. both love sushi. And she loves food. That is her passion. So it taking her to them is a lot of fun. Um, but the sushi place's butt <laughs> is just in our faces. And it's quivering. His butthole <laughs> is singing. Stop looking at <laughs> it. I can't. I can't not look. Anyway, it's just I, I thought it was I thought it was wrong what he was doing. He was stressing people out. Yeah, I just thought it was like a little sleazy like yeah. trying to like he said he didn't go for like free food or expect anything like that but they ended up giving him free food you and... always get free things at these restaurants do you yes oh okay see maybe i didn't know i've never been to a restaurant the, the point of those restaurants is to make you feel special oh okay. they are supposed to like kind of, it's kind of sleazy where they're like Make you feel like you are the most important person mm. so that you give them more business and more money. It's that's, like a donor party. It's a sales. It's sales. Yeah. That's all it is. And like, but it, uh, yeah. So like you go like, you have, like again, everyone gets a private tour of the kitchen. Like, uh, oh, the chef really wants to bring you back. And it happened. And then if you look around, it's happening with every single person. Because, uh, yeah, he did say he was like, yeah, the owner came out and gave me yes. his personal business card. Yes. And I've always met the owner. Oh, OK. That's funny. We always get, oh, we just wanted to give you this uh, a special little dessert. Mm -hmm. You know, that yeah. always happens. Oh, well, then. <laughs> not as exciting. Not then. to poop on the parade, but Abby and I were watching it. And I was like, that's how that. No, he's not proving anything. One, he's just being a douche. Yeah. And stressing people out and also just like look stupid. But yeah. also he's not proving anything. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, then it's not as exciting. <laughs> Sorry to poop on it. No, it's, I'm, I'm glad to know this stuff now because mm. I like I was also scared once he did this because his video went like mega viral on TikTok and I was scared that it was going to encourage other people to it do this. It probably has. Yeah. I mean, I get like they're paying for the meal. Like if you're going to go and pretend to be a food critic, you're still paying for the stuff. So I yeah. mean, get into it, I guess. But like, I just, I don't know. I didn't want the waiter stressed out. Yeah. I, that's the thing is that people are like, my job is on the line at that point. Yeah. I didn't want like people acting like 
snotty because they're like they a will. little food critic and like yeah. you know so that's what I, but good to know that's he got treated like every other person literally <laughs> because food critics do not go to michelin star restaurants and announce themselves yeah well he said he was like i, I he was like i very inconspicuously pulled out my he notebook did. his notebook no one's ma- bringing a freaking notebook that's what I always thought food critics did. Like, take yeah, a bite. Hollywood <laughs> showed that. Um, Hollywood also says you're supposed to stalk a girl if she says no until she says yes. Yeah, that too. So poor advice. Would not recommend. Zero out of ten. <laughs> um. All right. And then lastly, we didn't have time to talk about this last week because we ran out of time. But Princess Diaries three is oh in my. the works. God bless America. I am so excited. God bless Genovia. Genovia. God bless. No, what did they sing? We'll think of it. But <laughs> well, the fact that I remember that it's Genovia yep. is pretty mm-hmm. impressive to mm-hmm. me. So, yes, that's very exciting. Um, Currently, Anne Hathaway has no, like, registered deal to return to Princess Diaries well, 3. What's the point? Well, it's rumored that, of course, she's going to be there. It's just there's nothing in paperwork yet. But why would you announce it if you don't have her secured? Because I don't, I'm not watching it if she's not in no, it. No, the only reason why I would see it is Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love her. Mm. You I don't. I don't, but I appreciate her as Princess Mia Thermopolis Rinaldi. Oh, Blaze just tickled my knee. Oh my God, sorry. Uh, hi, come here. Come on, come on. Come here. All right. Oh, okay. That was lovely. Thank you so much. I'm loving this. I'm enjoying this to its fullest. There, place, enough. Hey. Hey, right. no face. Right. No face. Hey, no face. Right Thank you. There. Right there. Yeah. All right. You ready for some good news? Please. Okay. Okay, Blaze, you can't lick into the microphone, bud. Blaze. Stop. Okay, there we go. Oh, I love that for me. I didn't just watch you lick your butthole and then lick my straw. Thank you. All right, so (laughs) trigger warning on the first one. We're going to talk about an attempt, but it ends happy. So, um, so sad. I know, but it's a, it's a good story with a good ending. All right. So Dane Entsy, I don't know, we're going to say that's how you pronounce it. And his wife were in the middle of their anniversary trip and they were actually visiting a spot in Idaho Falls, Idaho where they had their very first date and they were standing on a bridge or no, they were driving over a bridge, which is like, I think where they had like their first kiss or like, I don't know, something something very cute. And um, they happened to look over the edge of the bridge and they noticed something horrendous happening below and someone was driving their car into the icy river it was 19 degrees outside oh my god the river literally had slates of uh ice on it oh my god and so of course they assumed it was an accident so the they stopped the car the wife calls 911 immediately but but dane knew they could not wait because he was watching this car actively sink into the water and so he ended up basically like stripping down as much as he could to like not weigh him down in the water he climbed over a barbed wire fence to get to the oh my um, god to get Please <laughs> just smacked her microphone away from Please. me. Um, he says, I have not seen you in three days. Any cuddles? Yeah. Um, so when this car was originally going into the water, it was going down a boat ramp. And so the boat ramp was gated and locked off. And so the only way he could get to the car was to climb over this barbed wire fence. So he climbed over that, raced into the water. Um, and then by the time he got over to the car, which was almost completely submerged, Uh, the woman that was driving the car actually ended up popping up. So she got out of the car and was floating in the river, which had a really strong current. And so he started swimming over to her to try and save her. And then she started swimming away from him. (gasps) And she started shouting like, 
I'm trying to end my life. Please leave me alone. Like, yeah, just just let me be. And then that's when he started shouting back at her. He was like, no, I'm here. I love you. I care about you. We're getting out of this together. Ended up catching up to her because she was so weak from, you know, being in the water and being cold and the current was strong and he's probably built bigger and stronger probably yeah and so he caught up to her and ended up dragging her back to the shore and by the time they got back to the shore the ambulance was arriving they got her to the hospital and now she's being treated for her mental health issues this and was an intense story intense. i don't know if it was really happy well it's good news that you know they were there she got saved and uh, now the family really wants to meet him so they all want to get together to like thank him for everything and yeah i mean what a hero on his part yeah like, obviously he is a fantastic human being to risk his life um, right to save hers but that's sad yeah <laughs> sad. it's sad that people get to that point yes um okay then 14 year old leanne fan who is from san diego represent uh she developed a pair of head we're california I just what figured. are you saying we're not from san diego we're from california we've been there like twice i've been there so many times i've been there four times that's it yeah, why would I go to San Diego? Oh, because I'm obsessed with San Diego. Why are you obsessed with San Diego? It's so pretty, and it's chill, and it smells good, and I like the seals. <laughs> in the gay district. <gasps> All right. Yeah. Continue. You're good. Um, so she developed, so she's 14. She developed a pair of headphones that uses blue light to detect and treat ear infections in children. And so she developed them for a middle school science competition called wow. the 3M Young Scientist Challenge, and she was won the grand prize. Good. And the device is super low cost and uses machine learning to treat infections. I don't know what that means. Look it up. And potentially, it prevents up to 60% of hearing loss in children. And I didn't know this because everyone gets ear infections, right? Yeah. Like, we're constantly around. We both have nieces and nephews. They always have ear infections. Like, yeah. this is just a known thing. Like, kids just get them all the time. I had no idea. But according to this article about all of this, in the world, there are 700 million cases of mid-ear infections every year and almost 21,000 deaths annually. And apparently... What? Apparently, um, in super low-income, underprivileged populations, they can't treat these infections, and then the infections end up spreading and can kill children. I had no idea. Wow, I really did not know that mm -mm. either. I thought ear infections were just like, eh. Like, it's like a cold. Like, yeah. your kid's just going to get over it. But no, there's like children that actually die from this every year and so wow yeah and so her goal with developing this was to make it super low cost and efficient so that she could give it to these underprivileged populations and they could get the treatment that they needed what a rock star right 14 like, what a freaking amazing human being at 14 i was playing guitar hero and eating hot tamales all day and she's like out here develop i mean i still do that but i was about to be like <laughs> what else has changed not much um so yeah that's amazing i mm -hmm. like that um okay joseph cook he was metal detecting on a beach not in san diego um idiot in hammock beach uh saint augustine which i assume is florida and he found an engagement ring in the sand ended up um uncovering it taking it to a jeweler it was worth forty thousand dollars whoa now tell me in your honest honest most honest self what would you do I would look up how to find the people who bought it. I don't know. Because my only thing is, I know that a lot of time the engagement rings are passed down. Oh. And, um, or like people literally save for years and years and years. And it was like a spot. It's like a, it's a sentimental thing. Mm. Um, cause like I remember from my friend Zara, 
her mom who has passed uh she wears her her wedding engagement oh. ring and she almost lost it once and she was so broken yeah and um like i can't like i that's what i would think about is like Mm. this really means something to another human okay so yeah i would try (sighs) and figure out how to get it back to its owner well that's exactly what he did good job so he posted on social media on all of his social media basically he posted a picture of the ring and was like if anyone lost a ring on this beach you know yeah and you can prove that it's yours like yeah with pictures of you wearing it or something he was like i'll return it and he ended up finding the couple the couple ended up finding him on social media they met at the same beach that they lost it at and he ended up returning it and apparently the the fiance was just like sobbing the entire time it was what happened we know how they lost it Mm -mm. that Mm -hmm. was that's and i tried to look because i was like oh i want to know the whole story but now the story just went on to talk about how he has returned sixty thousand dollars worth of stuff this year including the forty thousand dollar ring so twenty thousand other dollars of stuff um, that's a lot. That's a lot. And he even wears all the time. He wears a necklace that has about 25 rings on it in case he ever runs into one of the owners or they contact him. He wants to have them on him so he can give them back. He's an awesome human. Yeah. I like I I would question for a bit what I would do. I mean, if he has money or he like literally just like doesn't need it. Yeah. Like it was one thing where he was like, oh, my God, this would pay off this thing mm-hmm. or like would like it would change my life. Or, But if he's just chilling. Yeah. Because I was like going to say $40,000 is like life changing for for some people. Yeah. 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 For me, like I I obviously have have accumulated a, a good cushion for myself, so I wouldn't I wouldn't feel the need to keep it. Mm. But I know that there are some people <laughs> who would be like, this is literally uh-huh. would change my life. And I don't I wouldn't shade them. At all. Like, especially yeah. if it looked like a brand new ring from, like, K-Jewelers. Yeah. And it didn't I don't, look I don't, sentimental I at all. You know, I'd be like, nah, do what you do. But I, I would try and find the owner. I don't know if K-Jeweler sells $40,000 rings. I may, I, they should look into it. Yeah, they should. <laughs> um, Do you have time for one more? Yes. Okay. Um, So, which one do I want to do? All right. So, according to an article that I read on Good News Network, love that website, um, long line tuna fishing is the number one threat for sharks living in the open ocean. I always thought it was the shark industry, like, you know, um, like shark fin soup or whatever it is that they make. Um, and a lot of like, um, Asian countries, they, they'll, they'll find sharks and they'll, you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's gross. I thought, I thought that was like number one or I thought like net fishing or something, yeah. but apparently it's long line tuna fishing is the number one thing because the sharks will get caught on these hooks or they'll like go to eat the bait. Um, and then by the time they reel them up, it's like too late because sharks have to keep moving. Yeah. Um, so in order to help reduce the chances of accidentally snagging a shark while doing long line fishing, scientists have developed a device that they can attach to the tuna lines that helps deter sharks from clamping on. So it's called a shark guard. And according to Good News Network, the device fits onto the long lines and creates an electrical field around a baited hook, which sharks and rays, like stingrays, pick up with their electroreceptors. And tests have shown that it can reduce bycatch, so sharks biting on by accident, by 91%. That's amazing. Why can I not have one of these devices? I would like one. On our bodies as we swim? Yes. I would go surfing every day if I could have two on my wrists and two on my ankles. Guard me. That is what I want. Make it. Yeah. Make it. Why isn't this already a thing? Yeah. On the market. I'm down for this. That's what I'm saying. I'm down for it. So um, they said for 2,000 shark guard devices, it would cost around $20,000, which 
to the fishing industry is pennies. So Wow. Good for them. Yep. All right. I think that's all the time we have for today. Okay. Thank you, Emily, You're for welcome. all this information. Yeah. Sorry I'm sick and coughing right on you. Yeah, well, Helping I'm build your wash my hand. <laughs> Uh, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe or follow us on whatever you're watching or listening to us on. Uh, you're wonderful people. If we said anything incorrectly, please politely politely inform us of the real data. Um, also, most of the things we say are allegedly. I love you guys. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.